time to play ball. Welcome to the podcast with no limits. Whether it be sports, current events, or random thoughts, this is the place to step in and stay a while. Your host is a proud alumnus of Rio Hondo Prep, a former minor league baseball umpire, and a man with strong opinions. Welcome to the Get Home Safe podcast and your host, Matt Persima. Hey guys, and welcome to another edition of the Get Home Safe podcast, another episode, if you will. Good morning. Merry Christmas to everyone. It is a few days after Christmas, but hey, we can still say that, can't we? Uh, It's not quite the new year yet. So to me, the Christmas lights are still up. The decorations are still up. Why not? Let's keep this Christmas thing going. Uh, I want to recap my Christmas experience uh, today with you guys kind of break down exactly what happened, break down the game film, if you will, after all of this buildup, much like a Super Bowl or a playoff game, there's all this buildup for this big event. And then all of a sudden it's over and all you can do is look back and hopefully uh, cherish some some good times. So uh, the Christmas season uh, delivered in full a few days ago and could not be uh, more happy, more blessed. Just uh, it's a wonderful time of year. And I always get down you know, right after it ends, because it's like, like I just said, there's all this buildup and then the presents are unwrapped and it's like, okay, what's next? Oh, wait, there is nothing next. We have new year's. I know that's coming up. Although I've never been a fan of new year's. I don't turning the calendar. I don't know. It just people celebrating, especially when I used to go out with friends and stuff. It's like, it wasn't the same to me. It was very, uh, people are out here who are never out. And I don't know. It's just, everything feels forced on new year's, especially with the uh, prices and things as well. So I try to go make some money on new year's Eve and drive my Uber vehicle around and uh, pick up people who are paying uh, skyrocketing uh, prices for their rides home and such. So that's what I've been doing the past few new year's eves. And uh, Valerie has been gracious enough to say, all right, yeah, go, go do uh, your, your thing on uh, new year's Eve. It's work. It's not fun. It's work, but the, I do get some fun stories. Anyway, that is this upcoming Friday. I uh, followed, uh, see, Christmas Day, of course, on a Saturday, New Year's Day, the same day every year. Uh, that That is day of the week. That is, we know it's January 1st, but um, uh, this Saturday, New Year's Day, we start a new year. 2021, where in the world did it go? Can't believe it. Uh, time has just flown. I've said that repeatedly on this podcast, and I can't believe that uh, we'll be starting uh, season three of the Get Home Safe podcast if uh, you if you remember uh, back in it was around January of 2020, I kind of took my took, put my foot in the water uh, to see about podcasting as I was kind of growing my my um, interest in it as a listener. So, well, what does it take? So, my original thought back in January of 2020 was to do something like coffee related, coffee and uh, and conversation with about sports and things of that nature. I tried a few different trailers and nothing quite fit. And um, I did an episode then. I did another one in like February and then March of 2020 rolled around. And we all know what happened there. And that's where I kind of got some momentum. Um, I got the idea for the Get Home Safe uh, title. And I had time to dive into this thing and really get it going and uh, bring on guests and just kind of hopefully improve. Hopefully it's been improvement here. Uh, after 300 something episodes, which is really hard to believe. And and I got to tell you, it was a little difficult this morning. Uh, 
when the alarm went off, just like, I don't really want to get up and, and go do this. But I, you know, I think there's a lot of people who feel that with anything, with their job, with whatever, going to the gym, going to play around round of golf, even though these are good things for you. Uh, it's still hard sometimes to like, eh, let's get this day started because once it starts, it doesn't end until I come crawling back to this bed. Right. So um, a lot to be thankful for. I'm very thankful for the get home safe podcast last year at this time. I think we were all just counting down the days to turn the calendar officially to 2021, get rid of that 2020 awful year that, uh, that so many of us were just so happy to see gone. And, um, you know, it's similar now, just things didn't get much better, uh, maybe a little better in some people's eyes, but 2021 is another one of uh, kind of hysteria, kind of seeing a lot of the bad in people, plenty of good too, but uh, it baffles me really some of the, I don't know, the negativity, the constant fear, the um, just the ungrateful attitude that, that is out there. And so that's why I am so thankful to see when people um, do express their blessings. That's a, a big thing at Christmas time for me is just seeing the, the overall love that's going around um, this time of year. No other holiday really uh, brings it about. And I think that's a that's big reason why it's kind of the only holiday that's like constantly attacked, which I talked about before and I won't get into. And people would say, well, Matt, how can you say it's under attack? There's lights and trees and stuff everywhere. Yes, I know. But uh, uh, it's a, it's a slow attack. It doesn't just, it's not a tidal wave. It's kind of a, just a gradual. Anyway, I won't get into that, but uh, Christmas, the Christmas season, it's over. It's done with. And uh, I'm a guy that leaves my lights up. Sure. This isn't shocking to anybody. We leave our lights up. We leave our trees up uh, past New Year's Day. I'm not one of those Grinches that December 26th, the worst day of the year, in my opinion, by the way, uh, you, you cut the tree down or rip the lights down. I mean, just uh, it's over. It's over. No, 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 no. The season goes well into uh, New Year's Day. And I even have it uh, beyond then. I, I even go a little beyond maybe my birthday and just kind of that's my like request every year because it's so nice to see everything. And, and what's the hurry? I'm not saying you keep your stuff up in March, but why not have it up a few days in, in January? What's the hurry? When's your next big decoration uh, themed event? Uh, what would it be? St. Patrick's? No, probably all that Valentine's Day stuff, which uh, yeah. anyway, uh, right after the Super Bowl. Goodness sakes. Uh, what do I want to talk about today? Uh, first of all, the Christmas season um, and kind of what Christmas Eve and Christmas Day and the day after Christmas, what all that was like. My Christmas weekend, we'll recap that. And then now that the NFL playoffs are pretty much, well, not not all, definitely locked up, we kind of know who the top teams are. We And there's some teams still fighting to get in. You know, the Philadelphia Eagles of the world, the San Francisco 49ers, those teams are pushing and, and trying to get that final playoff spot, secure a final spot. But I think there's a list of teams, really, a top 10 list, uh, of, of some real true contenders, the, the top 10 teams in the NFL, according to me, nobody else, just things I've seen. Uh, I got to tell you this, the NFC sure is loaded. I mean, the top four, top five teams in the NFC alone um, are just a force to be reckoned with. So uh, the great thing about the NFL playoffs is that it's a one game scenario. It's winner go home. Um, some good teams lose in the first round. And uh, some mediocre teams get hot and win three in a row to get to a Super Bowl. So it's a special time. And uh, again, you find out who teams are after Thanksgiving, really, in the NFL. But right around Christmas time is kind of when you get that playoff. All right, who, who's who's in the playoffs, but who's a real threat and who's not? You know, it's a it's a fun um, 
fun thing to dissect. So uh, I want to do that today, again, Christmas, and then uh, maybe a preview of what's to come with the Get Home Safe podcast, some more randomness, you know, with me. Um, I am later today going to be recording with Mr. David Guerrero, uh, a, a Real Hondo Prep graduate and uh, somebody that has been very proud of his sons uh, being uh, Real Hondo Prep football players, the father of a recent uh, RHP football player, Jonathan Guerrero. So a lot to talk to him about. Looking forward to that conversation. Uh, I heard he was quite the player back in the day. So uh, going to talk with him about all that, go down memory lane, maybe talk about his holiday season and such, and uh, talk about his boys, give him a chance to, to brag about them. So that is a, a, a interview that you guys will hear here shortly, probably not this Friday, but maybe the following Friday. Again, I try to record these really, really early. And you guys remember a few months back when I came down, I, I talked about, I came down the stairs and there was just coffee everywhere. It, ha it happened again. My new coffee maker, I think what happened is I filled it up. And I, when you break your routines, I got to tell you, life is all about routines. I did not wash the pot out and do all this and that. I said, oh, it'll be fine. I just put the pot in. Little did I know there was still coffee in the pot from the day before. So that's what I think happened. There was an overflow situation and a near disaster, but I saved everything again. This, uh, well, I'll get a little bit left in the pot here, but a little coffee left. So uh, all is not lost uh, this, this uh, fine morning. But um, anyway, uh, to Christmas now, let's get to it. So uh, Christmas, uh, I will say Eve and even Christmas Eve, Eve, there was, um, you know, this, we had, we had gotten everything done pretty early this year. As I mentioned, we got a lot of gifts wrapped. I'm sure you guys saw some of the, the videos and things that I took. Um, and it was just nice. Again, we, we lived with roommates for the past few years in a big, beautiful house where there was plenty of great decorations, but to have kind of our own little, little place here, kind of like a, it's almost like a tiny cabin, uh, kind of the, the feel of it to have the, the lights on the gifts out and everything. I mean, Val did a great job. We got our, we got our little fireplace finally um, for our TV stand that has warmed the room up as well. So anyway, what was it? Thursday night uh, worked, got done semi early, got home and kind of uh, Valerie had been off not just Christmas Eve, but all day Thursday as well. Great employer. She has having four days off. She had to go back today, but she was off the 23rd. So she got, I stayed home kind of in the morning on the 23rd and the 24th. We got a lot of things done around the house. Uh, we went to the grocery store for some last minute food items and uh, for the things we were going to cook up, uh, got back some other little projects around here as far as clearing the space and everything for our guests. Um, that was fun, man. And then you got home, you got home Thursday night. At least I did anyway, uh, just before 10 o'clock and you could really feel like, all right, it's here. Christmas is here because Christmas Eve, the day itself and obviously into the night, that is really when, to me, the Christmas celebration begins, even the morning of Christmas Eve. It, to me, that is the best, like, eh, we'll say 36-hour stretch, really, from about midday Christmas Eve all the way until Christmas night. I mean, there's not a better 36 hours of the year, I would think. And this is non-sports stuff I'm talking about, me, the big sports fan. So um, Christmas Eve, woke up, we had breakfast. Uh, with some French toast, which uh, was my like one request at some point. And uh, we, we made that happen. So God bless Val and her, uh, her, uh, her, her uh, cooking skills there. Uh, the day before we had some like maple sausage that was kind of Christmassy. I got to tell you right now, 
I, I, you can roll me out of here uh, as I'm speaking, because I talked about all those foods and cookies and all the sweets and everything and all the bad foods that are good foods for you last week. Woo-wee, I did partake my friends and uh, I don't want to jump on a scale anytime soon. So uh, hopefully we go the other direction here soon. Uh, right in January when everyone always gets very serious, but then you got football playoffs. So there's nachos and pizza flowing. It's like, Oh, I'm going to be, I'm going to be a wreck until probably February. Uh, no, I got to definitely watch what I eat here the next few weeks for sure. Cause uh, we indulged, we indulged big time, as I mentioned. So we had some French toast Christmas Eve. Um, and you know what, with all this rain, man, it was raining and just like very, very cold. I can't remember too many rainy Christmases, but uh, here it was, and uh, we just kind of started to prepare, got food ready, and uh, I had to roll into work at uh, two o'clock. So I rolled out to work, and it's Christmas Eve, and and for those that don't know, I always anticipated Christmas Eve being a really busy day, busy night, last minute stuff, but for the most part, things were kind of delivered and done done with by the 23rd. So when you go in, at least my last two Christmas Eves that I've worked at FedEx, went in there and just uh very very dead we all had our little assignments okay here you go to these seven stops you know just a few pickup pickup uh, routes and when i when i got to work in the afternoon and i saw the morning drivers already coming back from their morning afternoon runs uh i was like oh man we're gonna be done early this is awesome so went into work only did like two or three hours went and did a few stops came back uh and it was like not much freight and all the bosses were like hey guys you can uh you can, you can head home. I forgot to mention on the Thursday, the 23rd, when I went in a little later, um, it was cool, rolled up into the break room and all the bosses had out this nice uh, spread of uh, Chinese food and the music was blasting, the Christmas music and everything. And I was like, all right, cool. We got to get some work done today too. But we had all the food and oh man, it was so cool. It was like, all right, Christmas is finally here. So Christmas Eve only worked like three hours, um, came home and as is the custom, as is the tradition, we, uh, I stopped at In-N-Out on the way home, went to uh, the one here in Eastland, which is kind of a nice, I don't know, it's never that crowded, at least when I go. So went in there, um, grabbed our, uh, our order, and wouldn't you know it, man, God has a sense of humor. I don't know. Maybe you guys play this game. I do sometimes. I always curious what number I get at In-N-Out or any food place for that matter. But In-N-Out is kind of the, the one that speaks uh, a little louder than others. And I looked down and sure enough, number 15. I was like, wow, divine intervention on Christmas Eve, Christmas miracle, a one out of uh, what 99 shot. But uh, I thought that was pretty cool uh, to, to get that for my order uh, in and out lotto, in and out Kino, whatever you want to call it. Uh, that was pretty neat. So that just made me smile even more. Anyway, brought home the food and uh, just uh, in and out burger tastes good always, man. But on Christmas Eve, there's something even more special about it. So we had the lights going, the music, uh, everything threw down our in and out burger. And then it was presents time for me and Valerie. And, uh, and uh, we exchanged all of our gifts that we had for each other, had quite a few great things. I got, uh, some great, uh, pants from her, some Chris, like, uh, pajama type pants that are warm. Cause it's been freezing around here and, uh, got some cool socks, of course, the, some USA, American flag socks and some other socks that had the, the Godfather Marlon Brando on them. Those were pretty cool. Uh, what else did she give me? Nice cigar cutter. Uh, that was awesome. Oh, and fellas. So I, she loves candles. I, I, I enjoy the smell of candles and like certain scents and everything. I think it's cool. And so I like, I like those long lighters 
that you don't burn your hand that way. You just kind of, you know, she got me one that's like rechargeable. Uh, it looks like a lightsaber. It's awesome. Uh, I'm not a big Star Wars guy, but that's what, just what it looked like. So uh, a little electric uh, current flowing out of it for the for the lighting of, of candles around the house and such. So that was pretty, or cigars, whatever. And uh, so it's rechargeable. That was a great gift. What else did I get from uh, Miss Valerie that I really, really enjoyed? Um, she'll get mad at me for not remembering this. I got so many things uh, from her. Um, oh, one thing that uh, will hopefully be used in this podcast at first i thought it was a selfie stick or something which i am uh, i despise but uh i go what she she said it's a i forget the name it's actually let me see is it right here oh yeah what is this thing it is a gimbal stabilizer so i guess for like filming um she gave it to me specifically from like watching me film the real games and such apparently if you're moving around or bouncing around, it keeps the camera pretty steady. I think some people use this for selfie sticks or whatever, but um, I will not be doing that. However, um, it is apparently, yeah, stable. And I think uh, as the aforementioned Mr. Guerrero, I think he uses something like that when he was filming Jonathan's games. I could be wrong, but uh, I thought that was a very thoughtful gift from uh, my lovely girlfriend, Valerie Burns. Very, very cool. And uh, what else? I, I remember so many other gifts. Uh, she, anyway. I will move on. I will move on from there. Um, and uh, we will, oh, got a nice, like a sweater type, not a sweater, but a, one of those, I like those hybrid shirts. That's like an in-betweener. Like, is this long sleeve? Is it, is it heavy? Is it light? You know, when we all kind of have those days here in Southern California where it's like, eh, it's breezy, but I don't want to put anything on heavy. So got one of those. So absolutely love that. Uh, my, my friend, Devin Drain stopped by Christmas Eve um, to drop off some, some gifts which was very thoughtful of him. A gift he gave me was this awesome uh, LA Rams hat that is uh, the Rams logo up here. We had camouflage on the bill and on the logo and American flag on the side here. And it is the uh, Veterans Day uh, uh, merchandise that like they wore, the teams wear um, for that weekend in November uh, where they all have the camouflage and stuff. So this is something I really, really wanted. And had not ever told anybody. And Devin Drain, you nailed it, man. One of my favorite Christmas gifts. Don't tell Val or anyone else who gave me gifts. But I, I love it, man. Thank you so much. I love the hat. Needed some Rams magic here upcoming. And uh, I don't know. The hat fits great. I love it. And, uh, man, it was a, a great, great gift indeed. So Christmas Eve, we exchanged presents. We watched uh, kind of a nice movie called uh, The Last Holiday, starring of all people. I heard I heard this this uh, movie uh, listed on a li on a list of like top Christmas movies, and I couldn't. I was like Queen Latifah, starring Queen Latifah and LL Cool J, called The Last Holiday. It's actually a pretty good, pretty good movie. Uh, not super funny, or but it was just it had a bunch of. I don't know. It was a good theme, and that's all I can say. Uh, something that was kind of uh, the right type of movie for uh, for Christmas Eve. So we watched that, and then it was time to get to bed because Santa. Santa was coming, right? And uh, left out some milk and cookies. Yes, for reals, I did. And uh, wouldn't you know it, there were cookie crumbles and a um, glass, uh, a half-empty glass of milk when I woke up. So I don't know how that happened, uh, except that uh, Santa Claus came. So Christmas morning, um, got in the, kind of stayed in the pajamas and went over to my dad's house, saw my dad and my brother there. Um, who had been having quite themselves a good time Christmas Eve as Sam was off early and went over to, uh, to dad's lovely home in Glendora and uh, where we grew up and everything. We walked in the house 
carrying some gifts and everything over there. And man, oh man, the smells of the, the, uh, the kitchen just flowed out. My dad had a, a Christmas ham going big spiral, spiral ham. Um, they had the coffee flowing, of course. And then, uh, had a, had a pumpkin pie that he had from Marie calendars. I was like, wow, dad, he, uh, he really nailed it. Went all out with the, uh, the Christmas morning, Christmas spirit of the morning and had a, had the food ready. So we were chomping on some ham while, uh, while we were having uh, Christmas gifts and, and such. So that was really cool. Nice little Christmas morning. Again, Christmas morning just feels different. It's, it's different in the sense of like, you just have that, I don't know, that Saturday feel that I've talked to you guys about or Sundays. It's like, you feel like anything's possible. Like everything tastes good. Uh, give me, give me that. Give me this, give me that. And uh, we sure did. So we had ham, we had pumpkin pie, we had some coffee, uh, a little eggnog as the uh, morning went on. But um as we were opening gifts or after we opened gifts, we ended up watching uh, most of that all Madden documentary, which I, I recorded and we'll definitely uh, watch again. Um, man, what a, what a doc that was about an hour and a half and just kind of went, uh, you know, documented his life when, when it talked about him coaching and how he get, got into broadcasting and how he became really the, the pioneer, if you will, for, uh, the, the, the number two man in the chair, the, the, the color commentary, the guy that broke down former being a former coach and being in the booth and everything. Like it was so, uh, it had never really been done before the, the writing, the tele, the teleprompter and writing of, you know, the yellow marker on everything. Uh, all of those things were John Madden, uh, that he started and, you know, boom, everyone, everyone knows that John Madden voice when you'd walk in a room and you could hear his voice. Uh, on the TV and just you'd smile because he was so relatable. And that was a big part of the message in the documentary was that, you know, we all know John Madden didn't fly. He had a fear of flying and that's why he had the Madden cruiser. And so he would be on the road for uh, days, weeks at a time going from stadium to stadium. And uh, he would stop in these small towns. He was, he was appreciative of people from those flyover States, if you will, you know, the people that, make this country go the, the people that work seven days a week, there are no days off. And uh, he, he was just very open and loved taking pictures and talking with people. I thought that was fascinating to me. That was my favorite part of it was knowing that this is a guy who uh, made some big time money doing what he did was very famous, very popular, uh, probably the best at what he was doing. And yet took the time to learn about people uh, in, in small towns and other parts of the country that uh, most of us have never been. So that was fascinating. If you get a chance, I highly recommend it. All Madden. Uh, he's 85 now, I believe. And to see his eyes light up with some of the memories, some of the, the stories hearing from his wife and kids. I, I mean, it was it tugged at the heartstrings for sure. It was a great thing to have on Christmas day, Christmas morning for most of us. And uh, that led into uh, the first football game of the day, the uh, Browns and the Packers. I thought that was well done by Fox. Very well done indeed. And it was around that time as the doc was kind of wrapping up where we had to get home because we had some cleaning to do some last minute uh, cooking. And it's crazy when you think you have time, how many, you know, you think you have time, and things just like all before you know it, it's like, oh, it's kickoff, meaning not just sports related, but like, uh, oh, okay, the family's going to be here. And um, we got here, we started uh, cleaning up, we did some maneuvering, we had to move a table here or there so that uh, we could eat, you know, uh, God bless Val's very proper and, and wanted a, a nice, uh, I, I've kind of been raised on the whole 
uh, grab a plate, go find a place to sit uh, type of deal, you know, but uh, she was very adamant about, no, we need a, an actual table to sit at and share a meal. And um, at first I didn't get it, but I was like, no, you're right. And then once we did do it, once we did sit down and we're able to enjoy that, I was like, you know what? We don't do that enough, especially at uh, Christmas or, or Thanksgiving or whatever. We need to do a better job of that. I need to do a better job of that. So uh, that is what it's all about. Uh, it's good to have those traditions and those, uh, I don't know, philosophies, whatever, to have an actual meal at a table, uh, especially for big events like that. So we did that. Uh, her family came over and uh, man, it was, it was, we just kept the, kept it going. We had the, uh, opened the gifts, uh, ended up having uh, a couple cigars on the patio. It was chilly out there. It started to rain towards the night. But uh, just a great, great Christmas. We had lasagna, which was amazing. Some some nice uh, toasted bread and, and things as well. And uh, homemade lasagna, courtesy of uh, Miss Valerie. And just a phenomenal, phenomenal uh, evening. We uh, She baked a ton of cookies in the morning that a lot of them got consumed here on uh, these premises. But we did give a few out to uh, my dad, my brother, uh, a neighbor or two had a glass of eggnog for them. I mean, it was just, it, it was really everywhere you looked, there was blessings. And, and that's really what Christmas is all about. Um, not just the, the, uh, the birth of our Lord and Savior, but also to just embrace who's around you, what's around you, you know. Um, and, and I got my fill of that this Christmas uh, season and, and the, the Christmas weekend, if you will. And it and, and didn't end Christmas night, uh, Christmas uh, what would that be a post the post Christmas day, Christmas, uh, non Eve or post Eve, whatever. Um, we had some cleaning up to do for sure. Uh, the Rams played 10 AM played a little sloppy at times, but did manage to get a road win at uh, the Vikings. So that was a nice, uh, continuation of Christmas, uh, celebration. And then, uh, we had to get out to Northwoods Inn as, as the evening rolled around for a, a birthday celebration. Uh, so man, that was a great way to kind of wrap everything up, tie a bow on it. We did watch our, our favorite show, uh, Yellowstone and Dexter, of course. But when you look back at it all, it just flew by and it started Thursday morning, um, kind of with both of us being, being off, uh, which doesn't happen often. I had to go in uh, late afternoon, but had a great time with Valerie, um, just very, very blessed this Christmas season. And uh, as we turn into a new year, 2022, um, I don't always like that changing the calendar, as I mentioned, but uh, you know what? Uh, that's just life. Life goes on. We get a year older, which is crazy to think about. And I remember like 1992 was like the first year that I can like, I remember as a student, as a kid being like, this is what a year is. This is how you write a year down. 92, I think it was uh, second grade or something like that. And I can't believe that that was what 30 years ago and basically coming into 2022, all those 1990s are gone. All those 2000s are gone. The teens are gone now. We're into the 20s and it's just like, wow, this is what adulting is. This is crazy to me. I can't believe it. Uh, and it gets, it gets crazier and crazier. I still feel like high school was a few years ago. I feel like college was maybe two years ago. And uh, no, no, life goes on. So uh, I told Val this, though, that for the first time, I think it took me 36, almost 37 years now um, to kind of really start to be feel comfortable, to feel content, uh, not always a great word, but a decent word at times to just feel um, feel semi, uh, I don't know, productive, like I used to kind of have to 
justify my actions and be like, well, I'm pursuing this dream. So I'm behind in this area. You know, I'm, I was, uh, you know, trying this job out. So I'm behind here dating this person, you know, there's all kinds of elements that I felt held me back a little bit in certain areas of my life. Um, but for the first time, you know, the job that the career is kind of headed in a good direction. I have a secondary income situation that helps. I got this podcast is a wonderful hobby for me that uh, it, it, it takes work. It's a labor of love, as they say, right? Uh, but it's it's really fun to do and the interaction with you guys. And uh, have a new home here, which uh, is not the super ideal, but it's it's home, and we're gonna be here a while. And it's just us. It's we're on our own, which I didn't never thought a few years ago. Like, how am I ever gonna do this? But so that's going well. Uh, got friends, got family. I mean, what more can you ask for besides uh, hopefully? Uh, bigger and better things. But for now, uh, my heart is pretty full, I got to say, and uh, not to get all sappy on you guys, but I, I do feel pretty good about how things are now. The Hersema inside of me knows that that's a scary, scary place to be in because just like that, things can change and uh, what can go wrong usually does go wrong. So I'm hoping that nothing super negative happens here because uh, honestly, life is pretty good. Um, I'm happy. Uh, the Rams are going to go to the playoffs. They'll probably lose. But uh, still, uh, you know what, I would take, I'll take that anytime after, especially uh, a few years ago when they were just uh, absolutely awful. Uh, by this time next week, our next Tuesday episode, it'll be a new year and we will know the two teams that will be playing in the college football national championship. Uh, I do think Alabama will win and advance to the championship game. And I also think the Michigan Wolverines pull it out over Georgia. It's a huge step-up game for, for the uh, the Wolverines, not just playing uh, some tough Big Ten opponents. Uh, this is an SEC team that uh, is is uh, well-coached and, and is going to play uh, good football. They're looking to avenge their only loss against Alabama, get back to the title game for another shot. But I do think Michigan and Alabama will be your two teams in the national championship uh, in a couple of weeks. But for now... A lot of bowl games still going. A lot of bowl games getting canceled. Um, I have some opinions on that that uh, I don't know if many many believe in or share with me, but I think it's ridiculous that uh, the bowl games are being canceled from uh, very healthy 20-year-old uh, men who are out there playing a, a sport and kind of something that, uh, I don't know, something that motivates them, something that they, they work every day for and to kind of not have opportunities to go play uh, football games and uh, expose your, your skills and such, uh, you know, that that's disappointing, but I won't get into, I'm going to start trying to stay semi-positive here. I do think it's ridiculous. So that college uh, bowl games are getting canceled. Do we need all these bowl games? Probably not, but we do, we do uh, schedule them. So uh, let's go ahead and play them for the, for the kids, for the students, for the, the uh, alumni, for the, for everybody. I mean, uh, anyway, I will stop right there. Okay. To close out today's show, I have a top 10 list. Of course, I've had a top 10 Christmas list the past few weeks. I want to go into another one uh, with you guys today regarding the NFL. Uh, again, week 17 is upon us. And not only that, there's a week 18. Don't forget, 17 games this year, uh, of course, with a buy in there as well. That's how we get 18 weeks. So uh, I really hope no one gets significantly injured in uh, week 18 playing that extra game. I know it can happen at any time, but still, uh, I, I or see yeah playing that 17th game i hope uh, the nfl goes back honestly to 16 uh, games i just i think it fits better it's a better i don't know that's just me i like the uh, the quarters of the season a 4444 uh but anyway and i guys i told you hard knocks 
on HBO Max or H- whatever you have it. Oh, you guys got to check that out. The Indianapolis Colts, the in-season hard knocks, way better than the uh, the preseason hard knocks episodes of the past. The in-season one is phenomenal. And um, I'm a big fan of the Colts, I think, because of that, but also their production on the field. So anyway, here's my top 10 list currently. You will see uh, it's pretty NFC heavy at the top because I do think uh, those are three or four of the best teams in the league. And um, there's some other teams on here that maybe – didn't make the cut or, you know, you're like, where, how come, Hey, where's this team? This is just my opinion who I think the top 10 teams are with two weeks to play in the NFL. As we head into the playoffs, keep in mind, 14 teams do in fact make the playoffs in the NFL seven from each conference, but I'm doing a top 10 list just because eh, here's the kind of some real contenders in my opinion. Okay. At number 10, I have the Arizona Cardinals. Um, they have not been finishing their seasons well the past few years cardinals were the hottest team in football for most of this year but have lost three in a row Uh, things are not looking good they better turn it around quick Uh, i think kyler murray throws the football uh, really well but again he's running for his life most of the time and people love that people love that he moves and uh, creates uh, magic with his with his legs but i do think it wears a guy down and uh, kingsbury is under some pressure here to uh to get some wins here in december and january because uh uh, most of the month of December has not treated him well. At number nine, I have the Titans, um, kind of an inconsistent team, but you know, someone who is 10 and five currently, they have the best running back in football, Derek Henry, when he is healthy, when he returns, uh, Ryan Tannehill, uh, their quarterback is, is really hot and cold. Uh, looks great when he plays uh, like my Rams, for instance, but I think what gives Tennessee their, their, their uh identity really who they are is their head coach and uh their their head coach and mike vrabel and just they they're a pretty tough defensive team they're a team that i think like a couple years ago could uh win a couple ball games uh, in the postseason just because they're kind of built for uh january and playoff football uh at number eight i have the new england patriots lost this uh last week to the buffalo bills but still i think the patriots have done a lot uh with not a whole lot uh, as far experience wise at the quarterback position and Mac, Mac Jones, he's a guy that's not going to make mistakes uh, too often anyway. Um, and uh, they've been able to piece together some victories here in, uh, in uh, this season so far. And I think the Patriots could be a scary team. They're a team that's built around defense. And of course, anytime you look across the sideline and you see that hoodie, that Bill Belichick guy, uh, he definitely has tricks up his sleeves and knows how to, uh, get a lot out of his teams. And so I think they're a team that can shut anybody down defensively. Uh, and again, in January in the playoffs, that's kind of what it's all about is shutting teams down. And uh, if he can get just enough out of Mac Jones on the offense, then, uh, then we'll, we'll see just how far the Patriots can go. It's all about their run game too. If they can run the ball, watch out for the Patriots, which is uh, weird to say, but you know, all their success in the past, uh, even though Brady's not there anymore, still you, uh, you always got to worry about those, uh, that team from Boston. Uh, the team they lost to on Sunday is my number seven team, the, the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen is, is an exciting guy to watch. Uh, he runs around a lot. He's big. He's strong. Um, I don't know long-term if that's going to work, but he seems to be a guy that always has the Bills in games, no matter uh, who they're playing uh, what what the score is of uh, they can put up points in a hurry he's exciting he's he's kind of does it all himself right they don't have much of a run game a run game outside of him so that concerns me but they have a pretty good defense as well uh their head coach Sean McDermott 
kind of specializes in that side of the ball. And they got some playmakers over there, especially in the secondary for Buffalo. So uh, watch out for the bills. Um, If they get to play home games, they win that AFC East and they're able to host a couple of home games. I think that could put them in a real good position to make a playoff run here uh, in a couple of weeks at number six. I have my Los Angeles Rams Uh, when they have played well this year, they have looked like a top two or three team, but when they've played poorly, that uh, you're just kind of like, who are these guys? What is happening? There was three losses in a row in November. That didn't sit well uh, on Sunday. Stafford has had a great year. He's the youngest, I think, player to get to 50,000 passing yards. And he's had uh, two prolific seasons with this year with Cooper Cup and uh, a few years back with Calvin Johnson in Detroit. But man, when, when he makes a few throws, you just like scratch your head. Like what, what happened there? He had three interceptions against uh, Minnesota, um, on Sunday on the road. So a little, little, little disturbing there, a little worrisome, if you will, for me, just from the, from the sense of, uh, I, I don't know, you never know who's going to show up there. Uh, Cam Akers just coming back for the Rams. Their star running back who tore his Achilles in July, hasn't played a down all year. If you remember last year in the playoffs, though, uh, had some pretty good games on the ground. And if he comes back and is able to contribute in the postseason, watch out for the Rams, who I think their their strength, even though they have all these weapons, all these weapons with Cooper Cup and uh, Odell Beckham Jr. and uh, Cam, uh, not Cam Akers, uh, uh, Jefferson, um, Van Jefferson, um, you know, I still think they are built best when they are running the football it opens up the play action and they're able to uh, put up a lot of points that way but defensively still the best player in football uh in Aaron Donald and man um uh Jalen Ramsey just there's something about him locking up another team's uh, best receiver it's crazy but uh, I think the Rams defense uh it's not as good as they were last season but uh, still pretty good here uh, upcoming uh, against the run anyway uh play pretty good football and if they can get pressure from their guys up front. Don't forget about Von Miller and those guys. Uh, if they can put some pressure on quarterbacks in January, I think the Rams could win a few ball games here. They now are in the lead for the NFC West. So I'm happy about that. Hopefully they can get a home playoff game, at least one game at SoFi and piece together a few victories at number five, surprisingly kind of high on the list. I know I have the Indianapolis Colts, Indianapolis Colts. Look at, they started the season off what two and four, one and three, whatever it was. Um, People were like, what is going on in Indy? Uh, people didn't like the Carson Wentz situation, but Frank Reich has really pieced that, that team together, put them in a good position to win. Jonathan Taylor uh, is the best running back, has had the best season, I should say, in the NFL. That O-line is fantastic. I know I mentioned uh, uh, Derek Henry earlier with the Titans, but I think uh, body of work throughout this season, Jonathan Taylor has really been a star and uh, Carson Wentz. If he doesn't have to throw it a whole lot, uh, I think that, that the team does just fine uh, with him uh, hitting a little throws here and there. And, and obviously with Jonathan Taylor running the ball, I love their defense. Um, their middle linebacker. What is his name? He's called the, the maniac. I think uh, Darius Leonard, Darius Leonard, that guy is a, is a rising star. Uh, on the defensive side of the football. Absolutely phenomenal. Um, does it all really. They got a great uh, defensive line. DeForest Buckner, the former Niner, uh, he plays there. I mean, it's just, uh, they're they're pretty, I will say, pretty balanced as a football team. And they have put together a nice season. And uh, I think the Colts, watch out for them. Watch out for them in the, in the AFC because I don't think the AFC is that strong. I think Buffalo is beatable. New England's beatable. Tennessee's beatable. Um, 
I think I think the Colts or the, the the Colts might come out of nowhere and at least get to that AFC Championship game. At number four, I have the Dallas Cowboys who put a whooping on the Washington Redskins on Sunday Night Football. Dallas uh, exploded for what fifty something points? I think it was um, almost forty or maybe over forty in the first half alone, and uh, just took it to the Redskins who are who are obviously clearly a second tier, a lower tier uh, football team, and will probably miss the playoffs this year despite making it last year. Uh, the Cowboys, look at they are based around the run. Dak Prescott uh, is good. He's got great wide receivers, but when they get Ezekiel Elliott going, when they get uh, their other running back going, when they get that run game going, they are just unstoppable. They've been inconsistent offensively, um, but they're starting to regain that rhythm. And what's impresses me about the Cowboys is, again, on the defensive side of the ball, they got some players. How about Diggs with his 11th interception this season? How amazing is that? Micah Parsons. He's probably the best young linebacker in all of football. That guy's everywhere. And uh, Demarcus Lawrence, an interception, pick six. That was maybe the play of the year, in my opinion. What he did on Sunday night with the pick, just a big man who's a superb athlete uh, with the pick six for the Cowboys. So the Cowboys defense is scary good. And I think, I don't know what the paper says, but to me, the Cowboys defense is the best defense in all of football. At number three, I go to the Kansas City Chiefs. Who everyone remember back in October, everyone panicking when they were like, you know, two and four or whatever. Well, they've rattled off a ton of wins in a row. Um, they're still not quite where they were maybe two years ago when uh, no one was going to touch them. But still, anytime you got Patrick Mahomes behind behind center, uh, you know, and all, all those weapons, uh, Travis Kelsey has uh, really stepped up and kind of been a guy that shows that he's one of the best tight ends in football. I mean, uh, th- their entire team is, is uh, pretty has has rediscovered themselves. I'll say Andy Reid is still the best in the business. And after a rough start to the season, again, you just give it time. Uh, the chiefs are going to be just fine. I think the chiefs are definitely a favorite to get back to the super bowl at this point. I would love to see chiefs and Colts in the AFC title game. I think that would be a lot of fun at number two. I have the defending world champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Look at, they still have Tom Brady. They still have a ton of weapons. They still have a great defense. They returned 22 starters from last year. Uh, I know they took a, a loss nine, nothing to the saints last week, but they bounced back with a big win over the Panthers this last Sunday. Um, they are going to be, or they did win the NFC South. Um, I think it's all about, uh, you know, January with these guys, they won three road games last year. So if they don't necessarily need that home field advantage. Um, they still got that number 12, Tom Brady guy. And uh, he is, he's the best to ever do it. And I think any, he makes people around him better. And you can see that clearly with the Tampa Bay organization at number one, I have the green Bay Packers. I, uh, miraculously made a bold prediction in August that the Packers would miss the playoffs. I thought the distractions with Aaron Rodgers were just too much, but uh, that shows you how much I know uh, in my crystal ball. Uh, they are probably the best team in football, uh, 12 and three with two games to play Aaron Rodgers uh, after, you know, the, the embarrassing opening season loss uh, to the saints uh, after the whole COVID situation, the media hating him and this and that after all those things, the Packers are still 12 and three best record in football and appear to be on their way to uh, at least a few playoff victories. They did get to that NFC championship game last year with a victory over my Rams at Lambeau field, and then uh, lost a tough one to Tom Brady and the bucks in the NFC title game. I think the Packers will definitely be back again, hosting that NFC championship game this year and uh more than likely we'll probably win that game and get to the super bowl uh, a lot of people want to see aaron 
uh, get there again. It's been a long time since he, he won one back in 2009, but man, the Packers have been in that title game, what three or four years in a row now uh, with losses to San Francisco. And then of course, last year to Tampa Bay, they've been so close, but I do think their time is now, at least it appears that way. Uh, even if Rogers doesn't play great defensively kind of balances them out and uh, man, they're a scary team. Aaron Rodgers is a bad man. And the Green Bay Packers, it's a very tough place to play that Lambeau field in the, the wintry, wintry month of January. So that's my top 10, guys. Uh, you know what? Take it or take it or leave it, whatever it is. We're going to find out for sure who that top 10 is here in the upcoming few weeks of uh, NFL playoffs. Very much excited for all of that and can't wait to uh, get this thing going. Uh, that is the one upside, I guess, of, of after Christmas or Christmas ending is that there's plenty of uh, football to watch on the weekends and it just gets less and less. We go from three games a day to two, then to just one. And before you know it, we're done. So maybe that will be the natural stop to the, uh, get home safe podcast, the breather, if you will, or I just keep this thing going and just uh, play through it, play through rain and keep going. So that's it for me today, guys. Keep in mind, Dave Guerrero will be on the podcast here on an upcoming Friday, but I also am going to have with me, Bill Barnes on the podcast. He makes a return appearance to say hello, maybe talk about Christmas, maybe talk about the, the upcoming new year, maybe to just to vent and let it all out. Okay. We, we all know how, how, how Bill is. He's been, he's been uh, brewing here for a couple of months, having not been on his weekly Wednesday weigh-in spot. I think he's ready to come back on just to lay, say hello to the fans out there and uh, really, uh, you know, wreak havoc on uh, a lot of the different thoughts and things he's got going. So anyway, I will step aside, guys. Thank you for joining me today. Have a great rest of your week. We'll see you Friday with an interview, long form conversation, more than likely uh, Bill Barnes or David Guerrero, whoever, uh, whoever uh, I decide, I haven't decided yet, but it'll be New Year's Eve. And uh, we'll say goodbye to this crazy year of 2021 and move on to the next crazy year with uh, more craziness and stuff. So thanks for joining me today, guys. Really appreciate it. As always, uh, our final Tuesday episode of uh, 2021. Man, that's crazy to even think about, but we'll do more and more as we go forward and uh, just keep this thing rolling, guys. Uh, as always, plenty of ways to follow the Get Home Safe podcast. We can be listened to pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts Apple, Anchor, Spat uh, Anchor, uh, Spotify, Google, um, Amazon, just uh, wherever. And uh, of course, our YouTube channel. If you haven't seen that yet, go check that out. You can see my ugly mug on there as well as the, the guests I have. Um, but however you listen or watch the podcast, greatly appreciate the support, the uh, the kind words here and there. And uh, you know what? Any any content suggestions or whatever, you can shoot me an email. You know how to get me. Get home, say podcast at yahoo.com. So that's it, guys. Have a great rest of your week. We will see you Friday. But guys, as always, no matter what you're doing, whether you're out on the town or around in third base, get home safe.